Okay, I know what our TV tells us and what, what, what we're being fed to believe things, but listen to me. God is at work and God is, at, is moving and there is nothing that can stop the plan of God. Did you hear what I said? In your family, in your finances, in your business, I realize things are t- tough. Things are hard right now, but there is nothing that can stop the will of God. Let me tell you again, there's nothing that can stop the plan of God over your life, over your children, over your grandchildrens. I don't care what they're doing last night. I don't care what they were into last night. What I care is God is at work. And today I agree with you in your prayers over your 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 heritage, over that which came out of your loins and out of your children, out of your grandchildren, that they shall be saved. They shall walk in the purposes of God. They will come out of alcohol addictions. They will come out of pornography addictions and they will be the men and women that God has called them to be. Can you agree with me this morning? Let it be according to the word of the Lord. I'm telling you, God has a plan and God is at work. We were blessed just this last week. A week ago, we fed over 1,600 families in Kenya and this week we should do the same. 1,600 families. That's not people, that's families. And what I'm telling you is God is doing. And through feeding, we're seeing hundreds of people be born again that were not born again. I'm telling you, He's still the miracle worker. He's still healing healing lives. He's still opening blinded eyes. He is still setting the captives free. And that's what we're celebrating this morning. I don't know what you came here needing, but I know the one who has your answer. See, Brother Stephen, you and I both, we've got kids in college. And college is not cheap. These days, I'm telling you, it seems like every semester they find more reasons to charge more for this and more for that. And they find a reason to add this. But I'm telling you, the God who provides overseas, the God who provides in Camden, Arkansas, is the God who watches over our finances to send our kids back to school. He's the same God watching over your finances. And I'm here to tell you, He's a faithful God. It's not just something we sing about. It's not just something we sing, He's a good, good Father. It's not just something we sing that He's faithful. It is reality. He is the same yesterday. He's the same today and forever He shall be. And I'm here today and I want to tell you, I want you to be encouraged this morning. This coronavirus is real. In fact, when I leave here today, I've got to go back home to the funeral home where tomorrow I have to perform a a service for a friend of mine that died from Corona. Just some days ago, I loaded him up and took him in the vehicle to the hospital. A week later, last Monday, he passed away. His wife is still in the hospital. This disease is real. It is. But let me tell you something. Jesus is truth. and And truth overcomes that which is. Did you hear me? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the truth. He's the way to the Father who's our healer, our deliverer. It doesn't matter what we've seen. What matters is the Word of God is true. Let our God be true and let every man be a liar. Right? Look, if you got your Bible this morning, let me open my notebook here. And I don't want to lead you wrong. I want to tell you, I want you to open with me real quick to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4, I want to read just a few verses here this morning, and I want us to be encouraged in the Holy Ghost. Because I'm telling you, God has got whatever you're looking at. Matthew chapter 4, look at verse 12. Matthew 4, 12. If you've got it, honk at me or say something to me. 
Hallelujah. I just love it. I, I, I think it's awesome. You know, some people, you know, we, 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 we're twisted over this whole parking lot thing, but you know what? I think it's wonderful. There's nothing that can keep us from gathering together to worship Jesus, whether you're in a vehicle sitting on a stadium stand or sitting to the side, or maybe you're at home watching. Let's worship Jesus together this morning. It's not about being in the building. It's about being the building, the church. Amen. Matthew chapter four, look at verse 12. Now, when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee. Verse 13, and leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet saying, all right, verse 15, he's quoting Isaiah, the prophet. And this is what he says, the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. Verse 16, look at what it says right here. Verse 16, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And upon those who sat in the region and the shadow of death, light has dawned. Verse 17, from that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, what did he preach? Repent for what? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, the kingdom of heaven is here. What's he preaching? Repentance. But look, look at verse 16 again. It says, the people who sat in darkness, what did they see? A great light. Do y'all read that in your Bible there? The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the shadows of death, light has dawned. Jesus came in a time period that was very dark. The Romans were conquered most of the known world, and it was a very dark period. It was a time when there's persecution to the Jews. It's a time when it's a, it's a terrible time in the world as far as people were concerned. They're being persecuted. They're being it's all kinds of just things going on, right? And Jesus shows up in a time that is very dark. And the Bible says that light has shined in the darkness. Now, there are some scholars who would have looked at the time period and said, when is our Messiah going to come? And they're looking for the Messiah, but yet they miss the Messiah because he didn't come the way they thought he would come. Life didn't go according to the way they thought it would happen. And I'm telling you this morning, life has not gone the way many of us thought it would go. If we back up in your life when you were in elementary school and someone were to ask you, when you grow up, what do you want to be? What would your answer have been compared to what we are now? A completely different answer for most of us, true? But you know, Jesus came in a time when many were forsaking. Many were, were questioning what was going to happen. Many were saying... Did God abandon us? Has God forgotten us? And we live in a time that's very similar right now. We live in a time where the coronavirus and things going on around the world, it's terrible out there. I'm telling you, people are starving to death. I get messages all the time of people starving to death where they buried so-and-so's children or they buried so-and-so's husband. It is a terrible time. But I want to tell you something this morning. In the greatest of darkness is when the light shines brightest. And what I want to tell you this morning is what you're carrying inside of you is the greatest light this world has ever known. I'm telling you this morning, go read in Genesis chapter 1 when God said, let there be light and there was light. And then you skip down and, and there was day 1, day 2, day 3, day 4, God created what you see here in the plants. God created, I mean, He created all these things in day 2 and day 3, but day 4 He created the sun. There was no light like you know light, but yet things were growing. 
It's in the light of God that things grow. It's in the light of God that your family is changed. It's in the light of God that people are transformed. It's not about how much money we have. It's about the light we're carrying on the inside. And I'm telling you this morning, in the greatest of darkness, the light of Jesus came into this world. In a time when there seemed to be no hope and there's people around you right now that are trying to take your hope away from you. And I'm telling you this morning, the greatest hope you'll ever have, His name is Jesus. He has not forgotten us, Camden, Arkansas. He has not forgotten or abandoned you. He has not forsaken you. He is with you. And I'm telling you, I know we're going through trials. I know we're going through situations. I know there's turmoil about you and I. But I want to tell you, He's a faithful God. He's a faithful God. He was faithful to your forebears. And He's faithful to you. He will be faithful to your children. All we have to do is cry out, God, here am I. Save me, deliver me, help me, heal me. Be the Lord of my life. Be the Savior of my heart. Be my healer, be my deliverer. You are my everything. Without you, there's nothing I can do. But in you, there's everything I can do. Because you are more than enough. I'm telling you, He's more than enough. See, almost 700 years before Isaiah's prophesying about this light that was coming. And the devil had a plan. But let me tell you, the devil cannot stop the plan of Emmanuel. You know, the word of God calls Jesus Emmanuel. You know what that means? God with us. I want to tell you, Camden, Arkansas this morning, he is God with us. He is not just God in heaven. He's not just God overseas in Africa or Vietnam or Pakistan. He's God here in Camden, Arkansas right now. He is the healer inside your vehicle on these stadium stairs here. He is our healer. He's our deliverer because he is Emmanuel. If you're at home right now, you cry out to Emmanuel who is God with us. He is not God far away. He is God with me right now. I want you to say that with me. He is God with me right now. Come on, say it with me. He is God with me right now. That's powerful. Don't miss it. I know it's simple, but it's powerful. He is God with me. He wasn't just God with Noah. He wasn't just God with Moses. He wasn't just God with the Apostle Paul. He wasn't just God with Peter. He wasn't just the Spirit of God that was with Jesus. He is the Spirit of God who is with me right now. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me this morning? I'm telling you, it's not be in fear, let's be in faith. He is God with us. Yes, we abide by government things and we do our best to use wisdom. But understand something. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He is Emmanuel, God with us. See, the enemy had a plan to stop the plan of God. But I'm telling you, there's nothing that can withhold the plan of God. And no, there's a lot of stuff I don't understand. And yeah, the book of Revelations, there's a lot of it I don't understand. But you know what? I trust God. Because He is God with me right now. I'm telling you, He's God with us. Are you getting me this morning? If you get anything out of this, when you drive out of this parking lot this morning, you will remember He is God with me. Wherever I go, He is God with me. 
You know, and I have stories. I've been in, I've been in nations where they're trying to kill me. They're hunting me. They're, they're, there's all kinds of stories there. But you know what I have to remember in the middle of those stories? He is God with me. When I'm at home in a deer stand, come October, Lord willing. He's God with me in the deer stand. If I'm in my boat out there fishing, He's God with me in the boat. But if I've got my hand on someone who's sick, I'm telling you, He's God with me flowing through me to that sick person. He is God with us right now. What are you needing God to do right here in Camden, Arkansas right now? I don't need you to tell me. I need you to tell Him. He's God with you sitting in your your vehicle. See, we used to sing a song in the old revival days. God is God. And God don't ever change. You see, the song says, He's God in Tennessee. He's God in Alabama. He's God all over me. I know God is God. And God don't ever change. Y'all remember that old song? Listen to me. He is still God of all gods. He's still King of all kings. And He don't ever change. He don't change. He's the same in Arkansas. He's the same in Tennessee. He's the same in New York City. He's the same in Dallas, Texas. He is God and He does not change. I said He does not change. He's a faithful God. He's been faithful to you when no one else would. He's watched over you when no one else cared. How many times in the middle of the night have you cried out, Jesus help me. And all of a sudden, there was just a presence in the room with you. How many times have you been laying there in a bed? Jesus, help me. How many times have you cried out when you had nobody else to cry out to? I'm telling you, he's a faithful God. How many times has he heard you every time you cried out? How many times has he helped you? Oh, come on, somebody. Can you tell me some stories? Can you tell me some miracles? Can you tell me some manifestations of what God has done the amazing in your life? He is God and He don't change. Man will lie to you. Man will deceive you. Preachers can lie. Preachers can deceive. Can we not? It's possible. It has happened. But I'm telling you right now, God will never lie to you. Every word in His Word is true. He is not a man that He would lie. I want to tell you right now, there's something. See, people want to talk about our brothers and sisters in prison. And I've done prison ministry for years. But you got to know one thing about somebody in prison. Somebody would look at them and say, well, it's jailhouse religion. But you got to know something. we got folk that go to church as church house religion just as much as it's jailhouse religion. Come on, can somebody say amen? But you got to know when a brother is in prison... And he ain't getting out of prison for any time soon. And you watch the tears coming down his eyes. And he's crying out to Jesus, help me and save me. Something's going on in the inside. And the same God that saves in the prison is the same God that saves here right here in this parking lot. He is God and he don't change. Are you hearing me this morning? I'm not going to take time to read the the scriptures, but I want to tell you in John chapter 8. Verse 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And he also said in John chapter 9, verse 5, I am the light of the world. But then he changes over in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. He says, ye are the light of the world. Ye are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. I want to ask you this morning, Camden, Arkansas, Victory Church. What are we doing with the light that we have? 
See, there's a there's something I've been saying a lot here lately. We go to a lot of places, and you know what? I see a lot of people, but all around there's people, and I've run into a lot of people that I call six-day atheists. You don't know what a six-day atheist is? We show up on Sunday, and we believe in God. We want to live for Jesus, but come Monday morning, all the way through Saturday, we got a whole other agenda going on. Y'all, y'all ever met any of those six-day atheists? Y'all never heard of that? Y'all don't have that up here, do you? I know better. Listen, we are not of those who grab a hold of a plow and look back. We are not of those who have called in, but yet we want to go back to Egypt. We're going to be of those who have a light shining inside of us that they taught us a song when we was in Sunday school, when we was a kid, or vacation Bible school, and it said, this little light of mine. Y'all remember that old song? What are you going to do with your little light? I'm going to let it shine. Y'all didn't know. Y'all don't know that song up here. Come on. I know you know that song. This little light of mine, what are we going to do? You're going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it. What happened to us? Somebody told us you need to calm down. Somebody told us well, you can't be that radical for Jesus. Somebody told us you just don't need to be saying that anymore. You know, the times that we live in, you just need to let people make their decisions. Listen to me. People are going to make their decisions, but they need to understand something. There's two choices. You got heaven, you got hell. Choose wisely. Because what you believe is, determines where you're headed. And the Bible tells us to live like Jesus, be like Jesus, love like Jesus, shine like Jesus. Ye are the light of the world. And Emmanuel abides inside of us. He lives in us. And the Bible declares you are the light of the world. That is on you. It's on you. It's not on me as an evangelist, as a preacher, as a friend to just come in and shine Jesus in Camden, Arkansas. No, it's up to you that live here to shine Jesus in Camden, Arkansas. Because let's be real. You're going to touch people I'll never see. You work in places I'll never walk into. And somewhere, somebody's praying for the person you're working with. Just hear me out right now. How many of us are praying for lost family members right now or friends? Come on. How many of us are asking God for salvation for somebody in our families, our friends, our relatives, somebody we work with? I'm hearing you all across. There's a bunch of us. We're asking God for salvation, right? That means those people are, are around other people. They're around somebody at work. And what if that other somebody is the answer to the prayers you've been praying? What if you're the answer to somebody else's prayer? What if God uses you to plant a seed in somebody's life? What if God uses you to plant and then some water in somebody's life? And then he's going to bring some increase because of somebody over here praying. Are you catching me this morning? You are the light of the world. It's not on our politicians. It's, it's not, look, I'm not here to argue this morning about our president. My Bible says to pray for my president. My Bible says to honor my leader. So that's what I'm going to do. Whether my political agenda is different than theirs doesn't matter. What matters is Jesus is king. Jesus has a plan. Now let's get in the plan of God and let's live like Jesus and let's do what Jesus did. Let's go about doing good and seeing people healed, saved, and delivered. You are the light of the world. 
That is the word of God. You are the light of the world. And I'm telling you, God had, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 11, verse 26, that out of Zion, a deliverer would come. And what I'm trying to tell you is people were worried about what was going to happen. The Romans were trying to destroy the Jewish people. They had them under bondage. And people were worried. But understand something. Judah could not be destroyed because of the plan of God. The people of Israel could not be destroyed because of the plan of God. When they were in captivity, they couldn't be destroyed because of the plan of God. When they, people would plot on them and try to destroy them back in World War, whatever, when Hitler was trying to destroy them, they cannot be destroyed because God has a plan for the people of Israel. But understand something this morning. As much as he has a plan over them, he has a plan over you. Do you hear what I just said? They are the people of God, but so are you. Are we not the people of God called by his name? Have we not been called for the purposes of God? Are we not anointed with purpose? Do we not have the word of the Lord growing in our heart? Do we not have the fire of God inside of us? Do we not have the Holy Spirit inside of us this morning here in Camden, Arkansas? Is he not Emmanuel God with us? Are y'all catching me right now? I'm telling you, the same God that is with the Hebrew children is the same God with you right now. The same God that was with the Apostle Paul is the same God with you right now. He's not concerned about the color of our skin. He wants to anoint you. He wants to fashion you. He wants to form you. He wants to do something amazing in you. He wants to do something in the women. He wants to do something in the men. He's looking for somebody that would say, Here am I. Cleanse my lips. Send me. I'll go. See, people ask me, well, how did you get into the nation? How did these, how did this happen? One simple thing happened. I bowed my heart and my knee to Jesus and I said, God, wherever you send me, I'll go. If it's across the street to my neighbor, I'll go. My children, my wife can tell you if we go eat somewhere or we go to a store, you can just plan on it. It's going to be longer than what we planned. Because I'm going to run into somebody and I'm going to talk to somebody about Jesus. Is this true or not? I will, look, when I'm sitting in a restaurant, I'm not just eating. I'm sitting there and I'm looking. God, do you have a word for anybody around me? Is there anybody you want me to be the light inside of their life today? And I'm telling you, everywhere you go, you go with that attitude. God, here am I. Use me for your glory. I understand I'm a preacher. I got that. But being a preacher does not anoint me. God anoints me. And the same God that anoints me is the same God that anoints you. And the same Holy Spirit that I walk with is the same Holy Spirit Jesus walked with. It's the same Holy Spirit you're supposed to walk with. I'm telling you, He's called you. He's fashioned you. He's formed you. He's got a plan over your life. Brother, I don't care what people may think about us. I don't care what our past. I don't care. What I care is the call of God that's on us and the burning that burns inside of us. Because there's a burden inside of your heart. And it's so big that only God can do it. And you look at it and go say, God, I don't know what to do about this. Don't worry about it. Are you hearing me? You don't have to fret over it. All you have to do is be obedient. And God will open the doors that only He can open. You hear me? 
Watch and see what God will do. I'm telling you, he's the same God that watches over my brother back here. He's the same watch watching over me. He's the same one got the plan over your life. Because the Bible says, in his heart a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. And I'm looking at my sister sitting over here in school and in college, and they're planning their way, but it is the Lord that's got it figured out for them. It's the Lord that's got that right man in that right season. It's the Lord that's called to the nations. It's the Lord that's burning inside of them, but it's up to them to walk it out. Because, see, somewhere we have to bow and say, God, I have your light inside of me, and I will carry it wherever you open the door. Whatever you say do, I'll do. Wherever you call me, I'll go. Whatever your will is over my life, here am I. Use me for your glory. As the gospel song says, God, if you can do anything, use me. If you can do anything, use me. And I'm telling you, God's looking for somebody that will just believe him and say he is Emmanuel, God with me right now. And God, if you can do anything, use me for your glory. Whether it's my neighbor, whether it's the student sitting next to me, whether it's the person in the church that's hiding in the church that don't even know you. Is there anybody here that would say, God, here am I, use me for your glory? Is there anybody that would say... God, you are the light of the world, but you live inside of me. Therefore, I am the light of the world. I am a city that is not on a hill that is hidden, but I am a city that's set on a hill. And I will shine to those around me. I will be the light to those around me. Because I'm telling you, if there's ever a time when the church needed to shine, it's right now. If there's ever a time when we needed to believe the word of God to be true, that he is the healer, he is the deliverer, it's right now. People are looking for hope. People are looking for somebody to follow. That's you. Victory Church, that is you. Be the beacon of light in this community. Be the beacon of light in South Arkansas. You've got campuses all over. Be that light. Be that example. Even out here sitting in our vehicles, I hear you honking, I hear, I hear your vehicles running, I know it's hot, but listen to me, you take the light inside of your vehicle that is inside of you, and you go to the darkest places, and you shine for Jesus. Let's watch God do something amazing in this community. Let's watch God do the amazing in somebody else's life through you. It's not just about the pastoral staff, it's not just about... Pastor Jerry, it's not about me. It's about Jesus using you. Because the reality is, if we keep living and God doesn't come back, Brother Jerry will die one day. That's sad. But you know what? I'm going to die one day. You're going to die one day. The light has to continue. The light has to continue. And here's the thing. You are the carrier of that. You are the one called by God, anointed by God for such a time as this, in this season and in this time. God saw this coming before the foundation of the world. Just like the Bible says in the, about Esther and Mordecai. Mordecai looks at Queen Esther and says, You've been called into the kingdom for such a time as this. And brothers and sisters, we live in a most trying day. We live in a time where fear and doubt is running rampant around us. People are, are hiding. This is not the time to hide. This is the time to stand our ground and say, In God I have been called, in Him I believe, in Him I live, in Him I move, and in Him I have my being. 
See, we used to sing that old song, In Him we live and move and have our being. Make a joyful noise. Sing unto the Lord. Shout. Listen, church, don't lose your shout. you got to know I have believed in Him and He is with me. That He has called our grandchildren. That He has called that which is our posterity. That which has come forth out of us. He has called us. He has commissioned us. He has anointed us. Now go. Did you hear me? He has called you. He saved you. He commissioned you. He anointed you. Now go. It's on you. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It's on you. Go into Camden. Go into Washita County. Go into Calhoun County. Go all over. And you preach. This is what you preach. Because we just read it. Jesus was the light that came into the darkness. And then it says, and he began to preach everywhere. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that is what we're going to preach. The repentance Come out of the darkness. Come out of the wickedness. Cry out to Jesus and you must be born again. Church, that is what we go tell people. Wherever you go, when you leave here, you go tell somebody. Jesus came because he loved you. He came to save you. He came to deliver you. You must be born again. And then you explain to them what that means. And you cry out to Jesus and you lead them to Jesus. And Jesus saves people. We don't save them. Jesus does. And I'm telling you, he is Emmanuel. He is God with us. He has not forgotten you. He didn't abandon you. He didn't forsake you. I'm telling you, he is God with you right now. I want you to say this with me again. But I want you to use your name right here. I am and fill in your name. And then you say, and God is with me. See, I would say, I am Jason, and God is with me. Say it with me. I am, feel your name, God is with me. I am Stephen, and God is with me. Come on, say it. What? Fill it in. I am, and God is with me. Come on, say it. Get it inside of you. I am, and God is with me. Come on, say it. I am, and God is with me. Declare it. I am, and God is with me. Come on, say it. I am, and God is with me. See, I am Jason, and God is with me. You got to get this. This is not about Pastor Stephen. We know God is with him. By Pastor Jerry, we know God is with him. We know God is with so-and-so. We know. But do you believe he's with you? then if we really believed it, we would walk in the power. We would walk in that anointing. We would walk in the fullness of, He is with me. He is with you, brother. He is with you. The plan of God over your life, He is with you. Are you catching me right now, Mama? He's with you. He's with you, I tell you. I tell you, He's with you. The anointing of the Holy Ghost, signs and wonders, they follow us because He is with us. Right where you are, right where you sit, come on and let the Holy Ghost come on you right now. In your vehicles, all across, if you're watching on Facebook or wherever, listen on radio, I want you to get this right now. Let the Holy Ghost come in there with you right now. Let the anointing of God come on you right now. 
Let the, let the power of the great I am come on you right now. You need healing, let it come in your vehicle. Come on you right now. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Signs and wonders be released. The anointing of God. Signs and wonders, miracles be released. Salvation, deliverance. Every demonic captivity. We adjure you by the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, be made whole. Be healed. Be transformed by the power of the gospel. Come on, right where you are. Let the Holy Ghost come on you. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come on you. The power of God. The greatness of the great I am that we sang about earlier. He is the I am. En el nombre de Jesucristo. La sangre de Cristo. Power of God. Come on, you've been needing breakthrough. Come on, let it come on you right there, right where you sit. Anointing of God. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Breakthrough right now. Breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Where where this deal, this money thing that you can't get paid on, and you've been asking, and it just seems there's no break. Come on, breakthrough even today. Father, we just say about tomorrow, let the money be released. We ask you, God, for breakthrough in the financial realm, God, where many even right here, there's situations where the money has been hung up. It's there, but it's hung up. God, we ask you to release it. The breakthrough in the name of Jesus, let it come. God ideas for business and things. Needing, needing the money to, to start the business. God, we just say, let it be. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Where there seems to be no hope in our family. Breakthrough. Let the water find the seed and bring increase. Breakthrough. Emmanuel, you are God with us. I'm telling you, he is God with you right now. fire of God. Moto arrojo takatifu kwa bwana. Moto arrojo takatifu kwa bwana. The Swahili is the power of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Spirit of God. May he be upon you, may he burn upon you. May the Lord of glory bless you. May the Lord of glory watch over you. May he perform his word over your life. May the greatness of our God and the greatness of his name be upon you. May the fellowship of the Spirit of God and the counsel of God be upon you. As you go, may you go in the blessings of God. But may you be the light of the world. May you shine for Jesus. When no one else may shine around you, you be the light. You be the example. You say to God, here am I. Cleanse my lips, purify my heart. Now use me for your glory. Here am I. Send me. I'll go.
Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May the countenance of God radiate upon you and bring you peace. Jesus is king and the devil is still a liar. We love you. We thank you in Jesus' name.